0: People God dearly loves. I'm not sure when or where I first heard this prayer, but it nailed me the very first time I did. And it still does. It's very simple. It goes like this. Lord, you have given me so much. Now give me one thing more, a grateful heart. But wait. Inflation is as high now as it has been for 40 years. One survey states that the cost of that Thanksgiving dinner that you're going to share, if you were with 10 people, is now just over $64, an increase of $10.74 from last year. We know that many in our city witness the Raul Jimenez dinner downtown, in our country and in our world, do not have as much as we have. Should we feel guilty about what we have, even the abundance? Should we feel guilty about a table covered with food and surrounded by family and friends? No, we should be thankful and grateful. Gratitude is now recognized by the American Psychiatric Association as a positive mental health attitude. Who knew? I'm going to share a bit from my article, an article that a good friend of mine, Bev Yonke, recently sent me. Saying thanks is a simple social formula. We thank people throughout the day for small favors. We thank dinner guests for passing the salt. We thank the guy holding open the door. Entertainers thank the audience for their applause, which is how the audience says thank you to the entertainer. We don't often think too deeply about it. But if we didn't thank the guy holding the door, he would think us rude. Thanks is expected and appreciated. We spread, spread affirmation and build connections by saying thanks. Behind social grace lies a deeper spirit of gratitude. Gratitude is sincere and heartfelt gladness. It is humble, hopeful, and happy. The opposite of gratitude is greed and arrogance. Ungrateful people always want more. Gratitude is being content with whatever comes. The positivity of gratitude is psychologically beneficial. There is a positive feedback loop that comes from acknowledging good things. Gladness produces gratitude while gratitude gladdens. That wasn't written by Bev. That wasn't written by any Christian pastor, but it still contains a lot of truth. The opposite of gratitude is greed, and gratitude brings and reflects gladness. So what we do and what we say on the fourth Thursday of November, well, why do we do what we do and say what we say? And most important of all, to whom do we express our gratitude, our thanks? You know the answers, but I'll remind you once more. We can fill our tables and our stomachs Knowing this, God is generous, not just with turkey and dressing and sweet potatoes and pumpkin pie, but with his grace and his gifts. Am I thankful for things, for stuff, for possessions? I hope so. I learned something important a lot of years ago from our son, Joel. When I would help him get ready for bed and say some prayers with him, He would frequently pray this when he was maybe eight or nine years old. Thank you, God, for giving us a house that's bigger than we need. Joel had watched and listened to older youth from Crown of Life go away on mission trips to Mexico and other places and build houses that were 16 by 20 feet with two windows and one door in which an entire family would live. But Joel had his own bedroom. That's what happens when you have three sisters. It's not so much possessions as it is experiences for which I am thankful. For Pastor Nuttleman, my partner in ministry here at Crown of Life for almost seven years, who now cares for a flock of God's people up in Grand Rapids, Michigan. For two more grandchildren born in early March. For an amazing trip to Brazil to visit Connie's cousins, who cared for her when she tested positive for COVID. For a new daughter-in-law, my favorite one in July. For a second amazing trip to Germany to explore the roots of our Lutheran story and confession. For caring and competent medical personnel, doctors and nurses and x-ray technicians and physical therapists who used their skills and showed their compassion toward Connie after a faint and fall in August, and a trip and a fall in October. I am thankful that God gives us more, far more than we need, that He gives not with stinginess, but with abundance. He makes us rich through faith in the one who gave up His riches to take us out of the poverty of sin. And by the Holy Spirit, He gives us new hearts clean hearts, living hearts. He fed his people, as we heard in the Old Testament reading, with miraculous manna for their 40 years of wandering. God also feeds us with daily bread, but gives us greater nutrition because we don't live spiritually by that bread, but by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. Our Lord even heals lepers who don't bother to come back And say thank you. He doesn't take away their clean skin because they fail to turn back and honor him with their gratitude. He doesn't give his gifts to those who deserve them, but to Samaritans, to outsiders, to you and to me. We are beggars before God. We are not paupers. It's an interesting distinction. I've said it before to some of you. Because paupers, you see, had something and lost it. They were wealthy. Now they are poor. We have nothing. Oh, sure, we have big houses and large enough paychecks. We may have good grades or great talent as an athlete or as a musician. We may have promotions to higher rank with more honor and responsibility, but before God we are all beggars. We stand before him with open but empty hands, not grabbing but waiting to be filled, for we have nothing. And God gives and gives and gives more. God generously fills our hands, our hearts, our lives, and our souls with his great gifts. He gives us the word by which we hear the good news of his salvation. The Father gives his Son, his one and only Son, to go to the cross in our place, to die to win our forgiveness, supplying our greatest need. God gives us a place in the family of God through our baptism, a family that we pray for and care for in which we grieve with each other and rejoice with each other. And Christ Jesus gives life, life beyond 67 or 97 years, life with him that will last for all of eternity, a never-ending Thanksgiving feast to the Lamb who was slain, who has begun his reign. The prayer is simple. It's a prayer for Thanksgiving Day, but not just for Thanksgiving Day. Lord, you have given us so much. Now give us one thing more, grateful hearts. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.